Hola mi gente. The moment you've been waiting for is finally here. My brand new book, Financially Lit, is officially out. And I can't wait for you to get your copy. Inside this book, I'm bringing you culturally relevant and relatable personal finance advice that will allow you to finally feel seen, heard, and understood. Whether it's the guilt you feel from being the first person to make it while members of your family are still struggling, or the way that financial trauma manifests itself in negative and limiting beliefs around money, Financially Lit is here to guide you through it all. Just a few years ago, it was almost impossible to find personal finance books written for first-generation wealth-building Latinas. We have been forced to navigate the complicated world of money with a bunch of money books written by old white dudes who don't understand what it's like for us first-gen kids. But that stops right here, right now. Inside Financially Lit, you will learn how to set boundaries with your familia, with your dinero, create and pass on generational wealth, diversify and increase your income, protect yourself from financial abuse, navigate the complicated relationship between amor and dinero, invest like a white dude or better, and so much more. You can get your hard copy and audiobook version of Financially Lit at financiallylitbook.com and make sure to join our email list so you can find out when I'm stopping in a city near you for the Financially Lit book tour. See you soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I would say really being able to tap into your very big why and your reasoning behind doing this. Because I would say if that's not big enough, if there isn't a reason that is like driving you forward enough and really, really sets your soul on fire, then I mean it might not be something that is 100% worth it. And so being able to recognize like, why am I doing this? Where's this coming from? And recognizing that the feelings of fear doesn't mean that it's not aligned. You're listening to Yo Quiero Dinero, a personal finance podcast for the modern Latina. I'm your host, Janice Torres, award-winning Latina personal finance expert. I didn't always have my financial shit together, but when I started looking for POC-friendly personal finance podcasts, I couldn't find any. And so Yo Quiero Dinero was born. On this show, I'll show you how to make dinero, how to keep your dinero, and most importantly, how to make it grow. Each week, I'm connecting you with the most brilliant minds in the world of money and business, so you can learn about investing, entrepreneurship, and building wealth. The best part? I'm dishing up all this knowledge with a sassy side of sazón. So if you're ready to be poderosa with your dinero, you've come to the right place. Let's dive in. Hola, mi gente. You're listening to Yo Quiero Dinero, the podcast. This is your host, Janice, and you're listening to episode 122, How to Create a Soul-Centered Business with Tiffany Chung, business activation coach, and host of the Social Reset Podcast. Tiffany Chung is a two-time published author, single mom, and owner of a multiple six-figure coaching business. She is obsessed with supporting you in activating the business of your wildest dreams through magic and manifestation techniques, coaching through human design, and energetic healing mixed in with strategic business strategy. 
You can find out more about Tiffany by heading over to our show notes and checking out her website, tiffanychung.co. If you have dreams of aligning your unique business with your unique energy and activating your signature offer, definitely do not change the channel. You don't want to miss this episode. In my experience as an entrepreneur for the past nine years now, and I cannot believe I'm saying that, like I'm like, oh my God, you're bitch, you are old. But (laughs) when I think about how my business has grown and changed and evolved, it has all started from me changing my energy, changing how I show up, changing the things that I allow to take my energy and learning how to say no to the things that I know are not worth my energy. And so this episode is going to be around manifestation, around mindset, especially from the entrepreneur standpoint. And I think that's the most important thing you can focus on, whether you are a new or a seasoned entrepreneur, your mindset and how you show up for your business is how it's going to show up for you. So stay tuned to this episode. I cannot wait for you to hear it. Before we hop into today's conversation, I want to remind you to follow us on social. If you're loving this podcast and you want more community, you want to find out more about our events and all the stuff that we have going on behind the scenes, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, and everywhere else you love to hang out on the internet. If you're loving this podcast, please take a moment to leave us a review if you listen to us on Apple. It's the easiest way to share our podcast with people that you know and love, and it helps us get discovered by amazing listeners like you. So take a moment, leave us a review, share us with your friends and family, subscribe so that you never miss an episode, and make sure to check out our blog, YoQuieroDineroPodcast.com, where you can sign up for our email list and you'll never miss an episode. Plus, you get exclusive invitations to our live events, special discounts for our digital courses, and as always, our best personal finance tips and advice to help you be poderosa with your dinero. Thanks for listening. Now, let's get into the episode. Tiffany, welcome to the podcast. It is so exciting to have you here. Thank you so much for having me here. Yes. So I found out about you from Catal Carmen. I'm a big fan of hers. And so you are a business coach. Is that correct? Yeah. And I, I love her. So I'm a business activation coach, which I kind of gave myself the name. And I love helping people to be able to activate their businesses. So to me, activate means not just the step-by-step of building a business, but actually being able to infuse it with the manifestation and really tapping into your own energy through human design and building a business that feels good to you and, and doesn't need to look like anybody else's. Mm, I love that. And we're going to dive into what that actually looks like from a practical standpoint. So first off, I want to get to know you more. I want to get to know kind of your backstory, how you were first inspired to become an entrepreneur and to be someone that helps business owners build their businesses in a way that's like truly aligned with who they are. I started my business actually in the very beginning of COVID. And It's never something that I was working towards. I wasn't like planning to quit my job and and build anything on my own. It was actually something that I feel like more so fell into my lap, but the more I look back into it, I feel like it's something that was very carefully orchestrated by the universe. So I was working several jobs. I was on food stamps for a long time as a single mom and just being a student. And so there were a lot of things that I feel like I 
just would never be able to experience like buying my first home, actually feeling financially free. Like those words didn't mean anything to me because I didn't know what that looked like. And as a mom, I feel like you want to do everything you can to provide for your child, even if it means like sometimes putting their needs above yours, especially when you're in that survival mode of like, are we going to have dinner on the table tonight? You know, I always wanted to be able to be in the mentality where I could rest and take care of her and have everything that we needed. So I was a content creator on Instagram for a while. I loved makeup. And so I was a beauty blogger and I was collaborating with brands. And so I did that on the side. I had a day job. I was working in marketing and communications, doing a couple things. COVID hit and I lost my day job. And it was happened instantly. I was so shocked. It was a lot of crying. It was a lot of, oh my goodness, am I going to end up homeless? Like I have no way of paying rent. That was my primary source of income. And I immediately shifted into this gear of like, okay, I'm going to make this work. There's, there's going to be something that I build through this. So like looking at my experience of being a content creator, I had so much experience on Instagram and utilizing the algorithm, understanding insights, knowing a lot of different tips and tricks, essentially. At that point, I had created my own Facebook group where I had a good amount of people that were connecting all content creators. I had gotten invited to a couple of panels and events. And so I launched my very first masterclass about Instagram and it ended up selling out. And then from that class, I connected with a lot of the students that were there and they ended up being like my first, essentially my first like beta clients. That was the very beginning. And then eight months later, I hit six figures. In the next four months, I hit another six figures. So it was a multi six figures within my first year. And I've doubled that since. Oh my gosh. First off, congratulations. That is amazing. And I think it speaks to this power of being able to pivot, right? Because when you are in these situations where it's just like, you got to figure shit out. I think that's when some of our best work shows up, right? Because we're just under that pressure. Some people I think would say that they're not good at pivoting or not good at reacting to those crises in a way that's going to benefit them. What advice would you have for those folks who might see that type of thing as the thing that keeps them stuck and scared? That's very valid. I think it's always important to validate and hold space for your emotions and know that that's so real, especially when it comes to your business and entrepreneurship, but also remind yourself that those they're just thoughts right? So if you continue telling yourself that it is scary and it is big and it's not going to happen for you, well, guess what? That's going to end up being your reality. And the way that I see it, obstacles are an illusion and they normally pop up right before you're about to have a huge breakthrough and you're about to soar into like that ceiling into your next quantum leap. So there is the person that sees an obstacle, you know, quote unquote obstacle and allows it to bring them down and allows them to kind of keep them there. And in that comfort zone, the way that our brain kind of wants to stay in that 
safe space or sees that obstacle and goes, okay, right, this is scary, but I'm going to push through it because this is, I see there's something on the other end. And I find that like burning fire and desire within me that I just can't let go of, right? And like really, really continue to push through because they know that there's something waiting for them on the other end, even if they can't quite see it yet. So I would say really being able to tap into your very big why and your reasoning behind doing this, because I would say if that's not big enough, if there isn't a reason that is like driving you forward enough and really, really sets your soul on fire, then I mean, it might not be something that is 100% worth it. And so being able to recognize like, why am I doing this? Where's this coming from? And recognizing that the feelings of fear doesn't mean that it's not aligned. Oh, that's a powerful message. Yeah, because I I think that sometimes we get that fear and we think we see the obstacles and we're like, oh, it's a sign from God, right? I can't go through with it. You know, we give ourselves that cop out. We kind of stand in our own way or self-sabotage ourselves. Mm. You know, it's funny. I think when it comes to fear, we have a hard time understanding what the source of the fear is. Like we just naturally default to if I'm scared, I shouldn't do it versus thinking like, if I'm scared, maybe I should because I'm being pushed out of my comfort zone. So what do you think about like how we can get more in tune around what we're feeling and not letting it be like the thing that holds us back? I think it's important to recognize emotions first. So what is the emotion? Where is it coming from? Where is it showing up in your body? Right? So really kind of sitting with that for a moment because your body will tell you everything that you need to hear. Right? I think we are so conditioned to think about things from a logical mind perspective when in reality, like our brain is here to hold memories and our, our body, the emotions, the nudges, all of the things that come up in our physical and energetic body is what are essentially these messages that we're meant to hear. So if you kind of tune in and just drop into your body, feel into where this is coming from. Something that really helps me is like journaling things out or speaking it out. And another thing that's been really powerful in my journey and what I tap into for my clients is the human design. And if anyone isn't familiar, human design is your energetic blueprint. So it's essentially how you make decisions and how you kind of navigate with the other energies of the world. And it's like your very unique design. So only your chart is the only chart out there that looks like that. And so being able to recognize, okay, this is how I can make decisions. This is how I can take action really allows you to recognize, well, maybe it is fearful and it is something that is going to be full of risks. Maybe it's a lot more risky than your current situation and you have a lot more to lose. But I think also being able to build up that faith and that strength, connecting it to your why and being really clear about your vision forward allows you to kind of take that leap and expect the net to follow. Because I think logically everyone would want to take the leap once they know they have a safety net, right? I have enough money in the bank. I, I know that I can do this. But then there wouldn't be these like big like trust falls where if you really just like trust that the universe is guiding you in a certain way even if it doesn't make sense to anyone around you it can be the most amazing outcome that you never would have expected 
Yeah, absolutely. You know, one of the big limiting beliefs that I think a lot of people have is that they don't have any skills that they can turn into a business. What do you have to say about that? Everybody has skills. Everybody has skills. And if there isn't something that you feel like you're confident enough to teach, there's a plethora of education and knowledge and courses and podcasts like yours and like mine. And there's so much information out there. I truly believe that not feeling like you don't have a skill set is truly just a it's just a belief. It's just a thought, right? And I truly think that by trying different things and by also trying things that you've always wanted to do, but maybe never felt like you had the opportunity to, right? I have so many friends and I have different colleagues in the coaching space that have never really delved into what I call their secret sauce, their dharma, until they were in adulthood because they were busy being in school. Their parents wanted them to be a certain occupation. And so they kind of went towards studying that, whether that's the medical field or engineering, right? And it wasn't until later that they discovered, hey, I have these hidden skills and talents that I was never allowed to express or explore as a child. And that happens to so many of us because A, our par parents can only put us in so many different activities. And B, sometimes those things shift as you get older, right? So just because you haven't experienced that skill set just yet doesn't mean that it's not there. The more that you try new things and put yourself in new situations, maybe Maybe there's something you've always wanted to take up and you're just telling yourself, no, I don't have time for that, right? You have to be able to make time for what your secret magic is and whatever it is that your heart is pulling at you. So even just kind of journaling with this or sitting with it after you're listening to this episode and just seeing what is being put on my heart right now by God, by the universe, and trust that it's there for a reason and try out a couple of different things. But nobody on this earth is skillless. It just, it wouldn't happen. That's an important message. I hope you all heard that because I think it's just another one of the many excuses and like limiting beliefs that we tell ourselves so that we have a reason not to show up for what we actually want. And I love that you mentioned the fact that like our parents have such a big influence on steering us towards who we become as young adults. And it's almost like we have to start to unravel all of the other things that we have control over the things that we enjoy, the things that we don't. Because I know for me, I became an engineer because my father was an engineer. And then when I was there, I was like, oh, I don't even like this shit. So now what, right? Now it's up to me to figure out what that version of my ideal life looks like. And a lot of that does have to involve you letting go of this other identity that the people who love you have for you. And I think that's a really hard thing to do. Would you agree? 100%. And I'm so glad that you did because I think there's so many people that recognize that and still stay and think that they can't, right? They think, well, I've built up this incredible career. Maybe they're making six figures in their corporate job and they've got all these benefits and they've got kids, right? It seems so safe and so logical. But yes, absolutely. I, I think that our perception of other people's thoughts of us, our friends, our family can weigh in so strong. And I want to link that back to what I said earlier about obstacles not being real. 
sometimes I find that when you're just about to hit that breakthrough, you know, break through your own threshold, break through your own ceiling, and there is your quantum leap waiting on the other end, your brain will manifest subconsciously a lot of and mirror a lot of the obstacles that are going on internally, right? So it shows up as the form of a parent, you know, listing all of the risks out for you and laying it out on the table or a friend saying, I I don't really understand what you're doing. Why are you doing this? Right? Maybe you should wait a little longer. Maybe you should have more security. So then we start questioning ourselves. And really, it just comes from this internal place because everything that we see and experience, and this is what I believe, is created by our thoughts. It's created by what's happening subconsciously and internally. I think it helps to understand that because then we are able to shift it, right? So when you shift that internally and you truly have this belief in yourself, even if there are people around you that don't 100% agree, I think it allows you to still continue working towards and taking aligned action because at the end of the day, you're the only person that it needs to make sense to. Nobody else is going to understand your dharma. Nobody is going to understand your secret sauce the way that it was spoken to you, right? Especially if it was a download, it's a nudge, right? Nobody feels that in the way that it's fueling you. And so it is up to you because if you don't embark on that, There are so many people that you're destined to serve and to help and to love that are never going to get a taste of your magic. Yeah. When you put it like that, it's almost just like it's our duty to the universe to show up as our most expressed self. Yes. It's a disservice if you don't essentially at that point. Wow. That definitely puts things in perspective. I think when you realize the power that you have and you kind of hoarding that to yourself instead of sharing it with the world, it shifts that perspective and it makes it a lot less about you, which I think is what freaks a lot of people out, right? It's about like, what is the greater purpose? Right. Because I truly believe that everyone who has something on their heart and when you do discover that skill set that makes you really light up, that that was put there for a reason. Like the way that I see it, it's like the universe is like, all right, they're answering the call. Amazing. Now I can bring all these people to them that are doing this incredible thing, right? Like Mm -hmm. you starting your business and your podcast. And now think of all of the women, all of the people that are just entranced by what you have to share, the inspiration that you've given them, the permission that you've given them to speak up and to feel financially free and to all of these things that you are teaching them. And anybody who's listening, any entrepreneur or leader that you look up to has had those same fears and doubts. And you only see a little fraction of what's going on in our business on social media. Just know that those doubts are there and they're so human and it's so okay. It just means that you're about to break through something really, really good. So keep going. Yes, I love that message. So let's talk about some of those doubts, some of those lessons, maybe the hard lessons that we've learned as business owners. I think one thing for me has definitely been I was not prepared for all of the mindset work that it takes to continue to show up in your business after you've been successful. So mm-hmm. let's unpack that because I have continuously felt like as I reach a new level, I I'm questioning, like, am I worthy of this? Like, who am I to be doing this? What is going on? Can you help me unpack that? Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online store shop phase to the first real life store stage, all the way to the, did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dinero, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dinero now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dinero. Oh my goodness. Yes, because this has been my life, literally. And I think it's so... This is such a phenomenon. I feel like it needs to be talked about more because I thought that the fears and the doubts were just going to kind of happen in the beginning. And once I started my business and maybe once I made my first six figures, I'm like, all right, I'm good. I don't have to worry about any of this. Like, I've got it, right? But every single time, and it doesn't, it's not necessarily a money milestone, even though a lot of the times it can be, it is just different ways of approaching your business and celebrating new success. And so I think what's happening and the way that I see it is we are increasing our capacity to receive, right? So when we first start, we're stretched this far so that we can receive this much, then we're stretched a little bit further, right? And you stretch yourself every time you take risks and you follow your heart, you follow what your intuitive nudges are pushing you towards over and over again. And you are putting yourself outside of your comfort zone, essentially. So you're stretching yourself, you're increasing your capacity to receive, and we're having to adjust to this new normal. So I'm not, I don't know about you, but for me, for the longest time, I was in that survival mode of like, I need to just get dinner on the table. I I don't know how I'm going to pay rent this month, right? I wasn't thinking about anything that I would be thinking about right now as a business owner. And because I wasn't before, I was a single mom that was essentially like scrambling and struggling and just really very much like, and even in like self-pity mode. And so I've really had to be able to shift into receiving this new normal and knowing that this is for me and Mm. I can 
have this and I'm worthy of this and that I can receive it. When I hit 200K in that first year of business, I didn't even tell anyone for the first couple of weeks because I immediately just felt this like guilt. I was like, oh my God, all of this money, it, it should go to someone else. I, I just felt all of these feelings of inadequacy, almost like I got lucky and I don't know how to do that again. Right. And so this is actually something that I teach inside my academy, Business Activation Academy, is like really being able to not just attract your success, but receive it. Because those are two different things, right? You can get really good at attracting something, but if you're bypassing your success, if there is success negligence in there, you're not fully receiving, you're not fully celebrating what's happening in your business. And I think it speaks a lot to the upper limit syndrome by Gay Hendricks in, in his book, The Big Leap. And it's like whenever you're, you know, up leveling, you subconsciously almost want to like self-sabotage yourself because you want to keep yourself in that comfort zone of, hey, this is familiar. This is safe. Let's just kind of stay here. So in my business, I'm like, now that I've hit essentially like very close to half a mil, I'm pulling back in order to like scale forward. And it's a way different approach than growth right? Growth is like the first like couple hundred thousand and seeing that revenue. And now it's like, all right, I'm going to kind of forget all that I've learned and be able to scale into seven figures. Man, that is some heavy stuff that I don't think a lot of people realize. Like it's pretty much just imposter syndrome showing up in another version, right? It's like you not believing that you're worthy of the success that you've built, of thinking that somehow you got lucky, that, you know, somebody's going to find out you're a fraud, like all of this shit, it'll show up whether you are, you know, up leveling in your career or up leveling in your business. When you're the first, especially in your circle to do something, you're always going to feel like, who the hell am I to be doing this? And I think guilt is a perfect description of what that feels like, because it's almost just like you want everybody to be on the same wavelength. Exactly. And I think the systems of supremacy, especially for women and women of color, like it plays into this in a really, really big way yeah. where through patriarchal values, we're taught to be small. We're taught to be seen and not really heard. We're taught to be lesser than our male equivalents and counterparts, right? And so as women, when we start coming into this financial freedom and power and independence, sometimes it can feel out of place. I know so many women have been worried about like, I'm going to make more than my husband. How is he going to feel? Right. It's like all of these like internalized patriarchal values that we've just hooked into because of what our country was built on. Right. Mm -hmm. And then also the industrialism way of thinking and productivity and wanting to show up in our business in a certain way and how it attaches to our worth. And so I think a lot of the time it, it shows up in these ways where like maybe sometimes we do think it's imposter syndrome and sometimes it is these internalized systems of supremacy, especially as women that have taught us to not do things like this, mm -hmm. right? To not play it big. And so when we do, it feels very, very out of character or we question our friends and family going to look at us the same, mm. right? Now yeah. we've reached a new level of wealth or success. And I think it, for people who are listening to this right now and are like, you know what? I get it. 
I have this thing in my heart. I want to start a business, but I am so freaking overwhelmed with like the logistics, the strategy. How the hell do I even get started? What would be like, you know, a high level framework that you would recommend in order to just stop with the analysis paralysis and just start doing what you got to do? Yeah. So that's actually exactly why I created my academy, Business Activation Academy. And I created it because I didn't see another program out there to help people activate their businesses in the very beginning and infuse it with the energetics. So by that, I mean, I've seen a lot of programs that are very much like step-by-step, follow this and you'll be fine, right? And I've bought some of those programs. A lot of my clients have bought some of those programs and it still, it doesn't align with their energy because it wasn't made for their energy. It was made for the person that created their own business that way. And knowing that there's so many different energy types, there are five different human design energy types and And our energies are meant to be expressed and navigated in different ways. There's no way that we can create this one size fits all and just kind of slap it on everyone's business and be like, all right, you're good to go. So I created this academy so that people can align their unique business with their unique energy and be able to bring that to life. And the one of the very first things that we do is really getting clear on your belief system and your concepts, right? So your self-concept, what is it that you believe about yourself? What is it that you believe about your offer before you even create it? right? And really discovering your secret sauce. So that's something that is very, very big within my my brand and, and my business is this concept of bringing your secret sauce to life and being able to partner with your business, with the magic of your business to essentially co-create this signature offer, right? And then going from there, every single step of the way, you're tuned into your own energy. You're tuned into what feels good to you. You're tuned into your vision of fulfillment and success and not somebody else's. And that's something that I really challenge over and over because I think especially in the very beginning where you are the most you know, influenced by everyone around you, I wanted to create a course, a program where people are, instead of looking to me even or anyone around them, they're tuned into listening to themselves. I think that's the most important thing that you can do is, yes, there are a lot of strategies out there. I teach some of them in my academy, but if your heart is not in it and you don't feel in flow and it's not something that it feels aligned to you completely, There are a lot of strategies out there that are being taught that you don't even need to utilize, especially in the very beginning of your business, right? I think that when we get so strategy focused, we forget about the heart and the energetics of it where people are going to be attracted to you because you are manifesting this incredible engaged community that has nothing to do with posting at the right time or saying the perfect thing or having emails go out on certain days, right? All of those things are good and fine, but I like to focus on the intentionality and the heart behind it and allow that to drive you rather than very analytical planning. Yeah, I think that's such an important message. And I found that as I get to know myself more as an entrepreneur, I'm just so much more clear on like what I am enjoying and what I don't 
right? Like when you're first starting out, you don't actually know what you're going to love doing in your business. You're not going to know what kind of offer you want to do. Maybe you're going to try a bunch of things and you're going to feel like that wasn't worth my time or that wasn't worth the money or whatever. And it's really just about getting your business 100% aligned with you so that it doesn't feel like another corporate rat race that you've now created for yourself. Exactly. So I am a big believer in the power of the mind to create your reality. And so I think that from a business perspective, it's the same thing. You have to first entertain these ideas that you can accomplish the things that you want to do and then start acting in alignment with those things. Let's talk about how we can manifest the success that we want in our business. Like, what does that actually look like? So I think it first starts with understanding where it is that you want to be. So having a vision, even if it's not perfectly carved out where you know exactly where everything's going to be and what exactly it's going to look like, where you're going to live, right? Really understanding like, where does your vision look? in a couple of years? What are you working towards? What are some of those key things that are such milestones within your life that you want to work towards? And so even if you're not thinking that far ahead, this works for your very next goal, right? So it's getting clear on what it is that you want to actualize. And then it is aligning your life essentially with all of the things that would hold space and create space for the thing you want to actualize. So for example, if you are manifesting a brand new home, like a dream home, but you're maybe living in like a condo or you're renting a room that's like full of clutter and you're not taking care of it, you're not managing it, the universe isn't going to give you something if you're not managing and maintaining well what you already currently have, what you've currently been given, right? It's the same thing if you're manifesting a new car, but you're not taking care of the one that you have and, you know, it's not being taken care of in the way that it can. So really aligning your life with what makes sense, right? If you wanted to manifest like a brand new group of friends that are very, very aligned to you, but you're still spending a lot of time with people that are really out of sync with you and really don't understand like the path that you're on and maybe you've outgrown them, it might not be able to hold space for you to go and find those friends that are aligned. So what are the actions? What are the things that might need to shift? How do you align your belief system and really go into the core of your identity, your spirit, not just your actions and your behaviors, but how are you shifting that on a subconscious level? So it's also going into some of the subconscious beliefs and shadows that have been created. And you can find this by like seeing patterns, like repeating itself over and over. Are you dating the same person being in the same kinds of relationships, but with different people, right? Are the same types of patterns happening again and again in your romantic relationships or your friendships? And so taking a look at that, although it is very difficult and painful, can be the most powerful thing that you do. And then the last thing that you do is take aligned action towards it. What is being called? What are you being called towards? right? Is there something that's on your mind? Is there something that's been put on your heart? Is there something that you just can't stop thinking about or something that you just want to explore a little bit more? There is likely a reason that that is there, 
right? And the more that we try to kind of swat it away, the more we're pushing away this very fulfilling life that we could be experiencing if you allowed yourself to explore that a little bit further. So taking aligned action is important, right? Tapping into your feminine and listening to your intuition is needed, but it's also important to set things on fire and be able to go drive forward with that action. That's really, really, really important in order to bring your dream to life. And then after that, there is a level of trust and faith, right? Letting go and trusting that the universe has got you and that you are in good hands and that the how of it all, like how it's going to all play out is not your job, that you don't need to worry about that, that you've done your part, something's been set on your heart, and it's going to play out exactly in the way that it needs to. So letting go and releasing the how is the very, very final step. And this honestly works for anything, right? If you're thinking about starting your own business, if you are thinking of manifesting a partner into your life, if you are just working towards your next money goal, right? It's it's going to be powerful regardless how you approach it, as long as you're doing that work. I think that that mindset is so key because it's going to allow you to even embrace when things don't go as planned, mm-hmm. right? Because we, if we are so married to like the idea of how something is supposed to show up, we might actually miss it if it shows up in a different version. So being open to letting the universe decide how something shows up for you, as opposed to just having one specific idea of how this is supposed to happen, will make the whole process so much more in flow. Yeah, exactly. All right. So, you know, as well as I do that the entrepreneurship life involves a lot of hustle, especially in the beginning and taking care of ourselves is an important part of staying the course and making this a sustainable thing. So what does that self-care look like for you? Maybe on a like, you know, physical level, but also maybe on a financial level, like how are you taking care of yourself financially as a business owner? Yeah. So luckily, my dad's a CPA. My mom is an accountant. And so I've learned a lot from them in terms of taking care of... So I I have an LLC. So I pay myself from my business. And my mom knows how to set things up really well, which like it's great because I'm not a numbers person. And so she helps me. I'm actually like she's on my payroll and she I've been able to retire her from her job. And so we work together really well. She is definitely smarter than me in that department. So I don't know all of like the logistics and the names of things. But so essentially, I I pay myself from my business. I am very intentional with my expenses. And so I like to keep things simple. When I first started my business, I like took on a lot. I thought I had to have a huge team, right? So something that I like to do financially is is kind of just keeping things simple. I really like to save, but I also like to spend in alignment, right? So if there's something that's on my heart, if there's something that I feel called towards, even though it is going to be dishing out a couple thousand dollars or a bigger investment than I've made, I really like to sit with it and make sure that it's coming from a place of clarity and it's it's really, really lighting me up. Another thing that I've started doing recently is um, essentially tithing. So I think a lot of people connect this to like tithing to the church 
church, right, in a, like a religious space. Um, but I see it as very spiritual as well and not so much like organized religion where I'm like paying a church. But if there's someone that feeds me spiritually, if there is an organization or a friend or whatever it might be, giving a percentage of my income and knowing that like that's one of the first things that I do allows me to not hold on to my money so tightly and allow it to flow freely. Because at the end of the day, I feel that money is an energy and that we have limitless amounts of this financial resource around us. It's just a matter of tapping into that vibration, the vibration of wealth. And so for me, knowing that money comes to me endlessly and life supports, which supports life, I'm able to give so much more abundantly. I'm able to tip, you know, like double what I pay, et cetera. And just being able to really love on the people around me in ways that I've never been able to do before in a place of abundance rather than scarcity. But a couple other things I do to take care of myself is really being able to bake in um, the schedule that I love with my business. So I never feel like I am in this place of overworking myself because I've baked in days off. I've baked in um, massages every other week, right? I have certain things that I do. There are certain hours that I don't work. I have a lot of boundaries around when I'm working, when I start work, right? I don't take any calls until after 11. So I have very, very specific boundaries that are specifically there so that I do not overexert my energy and that when I am doing that energy input, it is towards the things that I need to focus on most. And so that allows me to be in the right headspace and to kind of cut and trim any other things that are not aligned to that. Those boundaries are major, y'all. I hope you heard that. It's an important thing. (laughs) I'm curious, do you have some sort of money or abundance mantra that you repeat to yourself or that you have around your house to channel that next level for you? Yeah. Okay. So something that I did in the very beginning of wanting to hit six figures is I would write all of my money goals in present tense. And so I wouldn't say like, And even when I would say it like out loud, I wouldn't say like, I want to hit six figures. I would say, I am so grateful and I am feeling so satisfied with six figures in revenue. And so I had that on a couple of post-it cards in the very beginning of my business. One of my most recent ones was, I will always make more money than I can spend. And for someone who's a non-specific manifester like me in human design, for me getting clear on the emotions rather than the details is something that's really powerful. So how do I want to feel, right? So like getting clear on some of those emotions, the like fulfillment, the joy is really powerful for me. And then I really love money is a limitless resource and it flows freely to me. And money loves me right? Because it is a relationship that you build with money just like you would with a partner or your family or your friends. So being cautious of what you're saying around money, even, you know, towards your friends or comments that you make, those are all, you know, it's all energy that you're creating that's either repelling or attracting money to you. Tiffany, I am so inspired by you. I love what you do. I love your message. And I know that folks listening to this episode are going to be like, I need more Tiffany in my life. So where's the best place for us to find you and how can folks work with you? 
Yeah, absolutely. So you can find me. I'm always hanging out on Instagram at tiffanychung.co. That's C-H-E-U-N-G period C-O. My main offer right now is Business Activation Academy. And you can learn a little bit more about that. You can DM me or if I'm in launch, I have details typically all over the place on Instagram. But that is the main offer. If you're looking to activate your business, if you're looking to do so in a way that is aligned to you and your energy, I have so many different trainings, an incredible community that you get to join. And yeah, I'm just seen so many incredible transformations through that academy, through that program of people really taking that leap. And if you heard anything from this episode that really struck you, or you just need to share it with somebody, or there's been something that's on your heart, feel free to message me. I respond to all my DMs. And I love being able to chat with people who feel like they have something on their heart and are ready to take that first step. I love it. I am so, so thankful for you for sharing your story and just showing how you can turn even the scariest thing into the thing that launches you into your next level. So thank you for your message and thank you for being here. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you are ready to take your dinero to the next level, sign up for our free 14-page guide, The Financially Lit Latina, the ultimate blueprint for becoming poderosa with your dinero. This 14-page guide includes our best tips on money mindset, budgeting, debt repayment, career, investing, financial independence, side hustles, and more. And you can get it completely free. So to get your copy of the Financially Lit Latina, just head over to YoQuieroDineroPodcast.com slash start. That's YoQuieroDineroPodcast.com slash start and start transforming your dinero story today. Until next time, stay empowered, stay inspired, and stay poderosa. On the Yo Quiero Dinero podcast and associated entities, all information provided is for general information purposes only and does not constitute accounting, legal, tax, or other professional advice. Listeners should not act upon the content or information found here without first seeking appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professional. We assume no responsibility for information contained on this podcast and associated entities and disclaim all liability with respect to such information, including but not limited to any liability for errors, inaccuracies, omissions or misleading or defamatory statements. 
Usage of this podcast and associated content constitutes an explicit understanding and acceptance of the terms of this disclaimer.